0: Hello and welcome to the special Thanksgiving edition of Fairly Awesome Podcast. I will be your host, Stoughton Wade. I know you're thankful for that. And you're also thankful for this is going to be a tangent-free broadcast. That's right, all the tangents,
1: no cost.
0: Ryan? I'm <laughs> pretty happy there, about that.
1: There is no way this is going tangent-free.
0: <clears throat> Probably if, not. Josh, what do you think?
2: All you gotta say is nodules.
0: Chris, describe nodules. I... <laughs>
3: Hopefully that was far enough back out of camera. Uh, 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 (laughs) What has been seen must Uh. be repeated endlessly in your mind.
1: Chris making inappropriate motions around his nipples. I (laughs) prefer
0: the term areola. Wow. (laughs) Ooh. I feel so scientific,
1: That's all of a sudden... I do. it, <laughs> it doesn't even it feel dirty anymore. It's, it doesn't, it doesn't. It is not it's at all. This is going to be
0: a very high-tech episode of Fairly Awesome Podcast. Uh, Chris, lead us off. Let's talk about
3: game graphics. <clears throat> well, here recently with the release of the, the new generation of consoles, a lot of you know hubbub has been made that these are you know greater graphics, but that the PCs have always had greater graphics, and graphics don't really matter, but graphics do matter, but graphics don't matter. And... The question here I have is, do graphics really matter? I don't think they do. I think that... I take that back. I don't think they they are as impactful as some people like to think. Yes, graphics can ruin a game. If a game is decent and looks like shit, that game probably won't be quite as much fun to play because of the graphics problems. However, there are fun games that don't have the greatest of graphics, that look dated, but are still fun to play. So I don't think graphics are quite as important as people like to make
2: them out to be. But I don't know, how do you guys feel? Do you think it's more of a, like, if there's graphics... Like you said, like if the graphics are terrible, but the gameplay is good, it sometimes makes up for it. But I don't know if, if gameplay is definitely... I think gameplay is the most important thing of a game. Like, if you can play the game and it functions well without any sort of bugs or any sort of problem, and whatever's on the, the screen is not jarred by... you know Either bad pixels or something. It it doesn't even have to look that great as long as the gameplay is there. I think it's more fun.
1: Yeah, I I would take that exact same stance that graphics are a lower rung for me, but they're still important, right? Like you said, there is a cliff you can fall off if your graphics are so terrible for the era you released in, right? Like if we went back and played a game from 1997 or something like that, you would go, oh, okay, 1997. So, you know, Meridian 59 or whatever. Okay, yeah. The graphics are gonna be terrible because it it, it was 1995 or 97 or whatever. Right. Uh, but <clears throat> if it's nowadays and you release something that looks like Wolfenstein, you're just gonna be laughed out of the. You know, I mean, it won't matter what clever little things you've done. But Minecraft showed us that you don't have to have super high fidelity to have to even go viral as far as you know gameplay goes. That game picked up like crazy, and mm. the graphics, in my opinion, are terrible. You know what I mean? Is incredibly <laughs> pixelated. I heard a,
0: uh, I heard somebody several years ago now say that we've gotten to the point where graphics have gotten so good that we've been able to create things so lifelike that actually you're going to see people creating things more artistic, almost impressionistic. Minecraft would be a good example. They're, they don't have to make Minecraft that way. That was a conscious decision mm-hmm. they made uh, in order to make it look that Bad, yeah, yeah, right. if you want to call it that. But it was intentional, um, almost to challenge you to try to make these kind of epic things uh, out of it. So I, I think that I think that what you said about things, if it's a good game in its era, the graphics are almost unimportant because you know what to expect.
1: Yeah, I, I would say gameplay probably accounts for six-tenths. Maybe, maybe even a little bit more. But I'll, I'll say six-tenths. If the graphics are terrible... That can still land you down in you know failing range comparatively. Uh, but but you look at and I do agree with the artistic route. Maybe where we start seeing some of this go, Borderlands, right? Intentionally looks like A drawn figure with the with the black borders Self-shaded. around, right? Exactly. Yeah. yeah. Exactly. You look at um, <coughs> let's see what was what was the other one? Journey was the other the other one that was intentionally not trying to be photorealistic. Uh, there was a Prince of Persia. It was done exactly the same way. Could they have made it more realistic and made it look like the Assassin's Creed of of the Middle East or, or whatever? Yeah, yeah, they could have. But they, they chose a different way that sort of helps it become more timeless, I guess. Because it's not so focused on being extremely realistic and, and whatnot. So, yeah, I think... We're talking about... Renoir versus Picasso, basically,
0: at a certain point here where you're making a conscious decision. Now, you know, photorealism has been attained. I mean, for all intents and purposes, we've, we've, we're not, we're not to the point yet where we can truly depict somebody lifelike just because that level, uh, can't, is not quite there as far as making emotions realistic. But you can put
3: up a CGI generated person that looks real. Yeah, I was going to ask if uh, you are you guys familiar with what's called the uncanny valley. No. No, Quick quick explanation of what uncanny valley is is that there is in uh, graphics design there's a level of realism that as it goes up there's a steep drop off called the uncanny valley where the graphics are so good that it looks real but you know it's not and it bothers you. It actually. Final Fantasy movie. <clears throat>
2: yeah. Yes. Could be. Yeah, yeah. That 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 they
3: are so lifelike and your brain knows it's not real that it almost detracts from how good the graphics are cuz it's almost hyperreal. It's right. almost beyond. Right. Do you think that you know games will run into that or or have they run into that or, or do you think they'll kind of hit that that you know peak before the uncanny valley and they'll kind of have to stop because at that point people are going to start not wanting to play these games because they are too real. Well, it's interesting.
0: Because and there are things that happen to human beings in the games we play that if was depicted re- realistically, it would be uncomfortable to play. All right. The right. amount of shooters that we play <laughs> getting and,
1: hit in the chest with a, you know, a exactly, grenade or something. Exactly.
0: It would be a little bit uncomfortable. I mean, it was, we all laughed about Gibbs back in, you know, the Doom Quake era, you know, because <laughs> it was ridiculous. <laughs> but right. now they could probably make that look real and it would be uncomfortable. Like saving Private Ryan. Going way back in the way back machine here, kind of way back. But there's, there's people in that movie that when they die, like your stomach kind of turns because you realized what just happened to right, it. Right, right. The sticky bomb on the side of the, the tank. <clears throat> yeah, that was exactly what I was thinking of, but that's, that's my, that's perfect because that's that indelible image that it sticks in your head and you're just really uncomfortable with it that if that happened in a game and you knew you caused it, you'd be like, uh. Like, I'm, I'm sorry, I'm <clears throat> done. Exactly, yes. <clears throat> well, hopefully, Hopefully, that's how you would react. Because if you didn't react
1: that way, then
0: we're... (laughs) The
1: the flip side, though, is... And I think it has to do with not even being able to recognize what happened that makes you get almost disgusted with what happened. Like, you look at... um, What is it? uh, Metal Gear Solid... uh, Or Metal Gear Rising Revengeance, where you're riding and running around with... uh, love that movie, <laughs> Where you run around with, like, a big katana, and you can, like, slice guys in thousands, literally thousands of pieces, and you can see bone through muscle, through, you know, I mean, you can see the layers as you're slicing, and it is a little bit graphic, but you're not, like, I feel disgusted with what I just did, like, somehow, it's because it's its almost, you know, you know that it wouldn't work that way, that you're not, like, making perfect watermelon slices of somebody, you know what I mean, like, it... It's not as as graphic as it would be. The one that shocked me a little bit was Ninja Gaiden, right? With with how quickly you can dismember people in that, and and how they they like when you do it, they sort of scream or whatever. You know, you cut off an arm or whatever, you cut off a leg or you totally decapitate, and it. I mean, there's blood everywhere. That one surprised me a little bit because right. you weren't making like watermelon slices. You know, it was yeah. it was you were. Dismembering, would just an torso left. left. Period.
3: Right. Yeah, it was, and it, it happened very quickly. I mean, just blades going everywhere. So, so the other question is, is there a limit for how, how far back you can go? I guess, and I for gameplay for gameplay, game I guess that kind of is like, um, for example, Final Fantasy. The first Final Fantasy game was Nintendo, and yeah, yeah and NES, and then they re released it on Sony, the PlayStation. Yes, the PlayStation one was sixteen bit graphics, whereas the the Nintendo yeah. one was Eight. Eight. Eight graphics that look like ass, but the 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 Sony one actually looked playable. like it kind of looks like what everybody calls eight bit now, which really isn't eight bit, but <clears throat> um, like almost made like was able to make the game playable. Like I don't know that I could go back and actually play the Nintendo version, but I had no problem playing the the Final Fantasy version. I think it I think it depends, right? Because like Mega Man games,
1: totally playable. Yeah, yeah. you go back and and <clears throat> look at on the Nintendo, if you played Mega Man, that is totally playable still. I think it may have
0: more to do with the fact that a platformer is basically still a platformer. You know, there's nothing really that's advanced in platformers. In a, in not, they may have well, added some... Elo- well, yeah, but, but what still exists is basically <coughs> just a nicer version of the same thing. Yeah. RPGs, same way. Nicer version of basically the same thing. Shooters have advanced significantly. From Wolfenstein until now. Like, we were even talking about this since I hadn't played Half-Life 2. I'm now playing it. The level that we've advanced in f- six years, I think it's been approximately, whatever it's been since Half-Life 2, is shocking. And the graphics look fine, but the gameplay itself is amazing. Like, how far we've come since that era. Uh, era, if you can,
1: can hardly call it an era. <clears throat> Hmm. almost has to be though isn't it because it did <clears throat> advance so many gameplay mechanics yes. came out of what happened in the past, you know over the past 10 years and now most games have most iterations of those you know what i mean you have vehicle control you have um sort of specialized abilities and things
0: we've had a similar discussion with this bef- not I, us I, specifically I, but with movies <clears throat> they've talked about the hobbit and they, they changed the frame rate for The Hobbit. And the complaint was, it looks too real. What? The, and, 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 but you realize that there is an appearance that when you become too real... Like, the argument right now is, is it 4K capable, 1080p, 720 And I'm like, uh, do, I mean, come on. Does it look good? Is it distracting? If it's not distracting, at what point do we just go... I don't
3: care if you're 30K, whatever. (laughs) I mean, it's just silly. Yeah. I think that, off side tangent a little bit, that kind of is something that kind of bothers me about, like, the 120 uh, hertz TVs versus, like, the 60 hertz and the 240. Like, it's hard to get used to the video. Like, yeah, because because they're so crisp and there's no blurring, it looks like everything's in, like, this semi-fast forward
2: play.
1: Yeah. Yeah. It takes a while
2: to get used to it.
1: Yeah, there's, like, a couple of things I watch that are at uh, 60 frames. Like, I have uh, some movies and some, uh, like, the F1 races I watch are in uh, 60 frames a second. And when they turn, it does look like it's in fast forward, but yet you know because of the pitch of the sound and just watching, you know, clocks roll by or whatever, that it's not on fast forward. It's just the change of direction and... and uh, like, if a camera is panning, because there is no blur, your eyes are... T- like, when you turn your head, there is blur. Yeah. You know what I mean? Right. So something in there is is beyond what our eyes can do. You know what I mean? What if it, I, mean I mean, obviously, we're not scientists,
0: but I, wonder, <laughs> if scientists. but I wonder if there's something to do with the fact that you're looking at a 2D image instead of a real, life, obviously 3D real life image that when it's conf- put in 2D your eyes can't perceive it in the same way
1: you know what this makes me excited for Oculus because yes. <laughs> then you get to use depth it's, yeah. n- it's no longer your eyes don't perceive it as a 2D image anymore
2: there's actual depth there is actually depth so I don't know. I I think it's interesting though because we were talking about it. If you've got, feel <laughs> Mike may have not picked that up, but
0: there is a herd of cattle <laughs> running above us There's from the sort of, floor above us. Yeah.
2: Cowboy trade thing going on. Any cowboy trade cattle drive? You, yeah. uh, yes. Thank you. You <coughs> participating in Brokeback Mountain? Uh-huh. Participating sequel? No.
3: Well. Woo, no. Woo. <laughs> <laughs> Cowboy train coming you through. You know what? <laughs> <laughs> I'm done. There was no
2: charge for that tangent. <laughs> <laughs> nope. Done. Done, I, no, I. Is there a point where games stop, um, going back to try and play something that you missed? And maybe the graphics aren't as great? And there's maybe it's harder to get into it because the graphics
1: aren't as great. It depends on how fanatical you are about it. I mean, there are people that I know still play MUDs, you know what I mean? Like that, yeah. So it it really does depend on what your level of excitement for that type of gameplay is. You're you're not going to be excited to
0: go back and play Pitfall because if you want to play a pet platformer, which Pitfall basically was, it was terrible. you, You could, you could. Play a good. platformer that has better graphics. We're we talking Pitfall or Super Pitfall. <laughs> super <laughs> Pitfall <simple> was beautiful, <laughs> <That's>
1: amazing.
2: <laughs> but the, the point being is that you can go back. Well, if most of the those games, the, if, if their, the gameplay was good and they they did well, they'd make you know like an HD remake of it. Golden Eye. Golden Eye is one of them. Halo. Did Halo didn't anybody actually play game? that? The, the Golden Eye. HBO. Yeah, I did. Yeah. How did it look? It looked pretty good. Like, I,
1: I went back and played, uh, like, before that came out, I hooked up the N64 and actually plugged in GoldenEye and and ran through some levels, and I was like, God, I remember this looking so much better. <laughs> yeah. You know, like, your hand is just, like, this fleshy blob with a, <laughs> with a rectangle that comes out of it that looks like a pistol, and the AK is, like, just a big... Block of wood with some <laughs> black metal sticking out. The end. I remember it looking so much better than that. So you know? I was better. like, did they just <clears throat> up- issue an update so you'd go buy the other? I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> but they, the, the re-release did like look pretty good, yeah.
3: Because yeah. I know I played I played the Halo, the HD re-release for Halo Combat Evolved, and there were times like you could switch back and forth between the original graphics and the new graphics, and there were times where with the enemies they looked better, but the people kind of looked like ass. Like they were almost better in the old version, where they weren't trying so hard for the like kind of realism. Yeah. Like they were, you know, flat faced drawn on faces versus the kind of half-assed, you know, this is the best our engine can do with a human face <laughs> kind of look. Yeah, I gotcha. So, yeah, it really it kind of bothered me. I was like, I would have, you know, the you know the grunts and the jackals and the elites all look great, but the humans, it's like they look terrible. I I, <clears throat> I guess. <clears throat>
1: I'll say that I think graphics can get you in the door. It will grab somebody's attention if you have jaw-dropping graphics. But if your gameplay's not there, you really won't keep an audience and you probably won't sell a second game. That's true. Black Sight. Right. Good when graphics. I mean, the, the, some of the sun rays I saw in that, we didn't see in another game for a while. Yeah. Wasted effort. There was no way I would buy a sequel
3: to that game. Yeah. I think that, that to a certain extent, is kind of its M.O., a little bit is that they're they kind of they're like the walking embodiment of you can have a beautiful game that is terrible. <laughs> yes. I, my understanding, and I think you said before that Rage was just not a fun game, but <laughs> like it, was it their, had it was so their...
2: much promise, and yeah. then it was just like really. It was it, the, it was the demo you... <laughs> for their Rage engine. They didn't put a whole lot of thought. In it, it, it was it, it was basically... which is interesting because on the <laughs> other
1: side you've got the Unreal engine, right? Yeah, and it, it's like almost all of their stuff was like oh, no, no no it's guys it's just it's kind of a demo thing. Yeah. yeah we've just made this t- Unreal Tournament thing that's just supposed to showcase what, showcase our, what our engine, engine, can, engine do. can do. And right. everybody's like,
2: oh, this is freaking awesome! <laughs> yeah, Unreal it.
3: Tournament 3 and 4, four and Unreal, you know. all sorts of Unreal Tournament right. games and stuff. Uh, and,
1: and it, I mean, it,
3: it, it was blew fun. Up. Yeah. Yeah.
0: It
1: was fun. A lot of fun. Well,
0: totally changing the topic now, but uh, keeping with our theme of technology for the uh, the episode of today, Ryan. Maybe it's Uh, Doom related. Doom. Doom. What happens in... I was going to (laughs) say... There you go. Doom. We're going to talk about Carl Urban's finest moments. And Carl Urban Broner (laughs) in full force. Uh, Tell us about uh, NASA being a bunch of pansies and not putting men on Mars by now. And women.
1: Yes. So... (laughs) Yes, that was an awesome tangent. So speaking of Doom Mars. <laughs>
2: <laughs> Alright,
1: um, why is the rock not on
2: Mars right now? Uh. <clears throat> right. Doing the full chainsaw, you
3: know. he's so not. I'm,
2: I think there's a few rocks on Mars. Not the rock, though. Oh, the rock. The right. rock.
3: It's probably okay. contractual. He's probably still has to make like one or two girly movies to before he can make another. <laughs> like, Tooth Fairy before Terry yeah, the Fairy was not. Tooth Fairy three moment. and then he can go to Mars. <laughs> <laughs> what, did okay, made a second one? 232. 3 <laughs> 2 This uh, rock uh, brought to you free of charge. <laughs> I think you might have misunderstood when he said tangent-free. No. Tangent-free, oh, free, ch- not free tangent. <laughs> I, I don't understand
1: no. the difference. All right. Uh, all right so, Mars, um, you know, one thing that I follow pretty closely is, is, like, what's happening with NASA and sort of space exploration uh, around the planet. Not just NASA, but like the European space agencies, uh, what what China's doing. Uh, India is actually starting to get into this, the uh, space program as well. And it looks like Russia is actually firing up their plans for uh, missions to Mars. Um, I guess my question to you guys is, this is something that fascinates me, but should we be going to our first missions to Mars? Should we take the leap, and are they exploratory, or are they colonizing? And that's a—it's a huge difference between the two. Right? Yeah. I
3: think just to just to clarify here, when Ryan says he's really interested in space stuff, what he's talking about is that he likes to wield his Neil deGrasse Tyson broner like a lightsaber. <laughs> <laughs> I—he I, is a very inspiring talker. But it's and, understandable. Yeah, yeah. He, he's, he's, a, hes a funny guy. So, so,
1: so inspired.
3: <laughs> <laughs> wow. Uh, you know, so. <clears throat> what, what
1: do you think, Josh? Do you I, think I, we should be should we make the leap that uh, those that, that came over to America should they should they burn the ships and and just go?
2: I don't I don't know if I would do like the colonization thing unless that was uh, something that a a third party could do. You Private. Know? Private, yeah, the privately, right? Thing. Like and then privately go through and, and set up all that things. Like you put the federal government involved in that, and I just think that that would be bad. But like a mission with, you know, with the federal government's backing with NASA, I'm okay with. But you know, with a return trip, because obviously they'd want to collect soil samples and all kinds of things, and all kinds of science that can be done with. It. Um, at this point, I think we're we're concerned with radiation levels and being gone from the Earth's gravitation for so long. This is one of the <coughs> the moon. Uh,
0: landing conspiracy theorists theories is that there's no way that you could have exceeded that distance from the earth and not died of radiation poisoning <coughs> mm-hmm. um, so there is long-term concerns about radiation in space huh? I- ISS f-
1: I mean I realize you that, are like outside I said of the... conspiracy theorists yeah
0: um, but that being said there is it is a fact there is background radiation when you get uh, the ISS is really not that far from yeah earth's surface no but it's still above it's above it's outside the... the atmosphere if you want to call it that but i think that the and now i'm really delving back into my oliver stone here uh, but i think that it's <laughs> it's like several thousand miles that the radiation kind of bubble if you want to call it hits
1: yeah sure Okay. Sure. Um, but what and, and it is weaker on Mars, so that would be a consideration of what sort of shielding would you have to do, or would you have to go underground? <laughs> it would have
2: to be some sort of something that they could do to, you know, protect themselves. But I think if NASA's putting something together, you would have some sort of elective to, you know, you know, want to do that. I mean, uh, signing up for that is is, harder to
1: get the budget for this now with there not really being a military advantage to having an outpost or discovery on Mars. We screwed up when we agreed basically not to have any kind of military usage of the
0: moon. I mean, you say, well, that's what do you mean we screwed up? That's kept the world at peace. Well, but at the same time, it kept us from caring about the moon. And realistically. I mean, plus
1: the Nazis are there, and the moon. I, <laughs> the moon might even be harder than Mars, right? Because there's no water there's no that, that they can easily get from the moon. There is no atmosphere. The core is totally dead, as opposed to you were thinking we might be able to kickstart the core on uh, on Mars. Sorry, and I'm not talking about the terrible movie, The Core.
3: <clears throat> no, you're talking about the Total Recall. Somebody's got to have the hand thing. <laughs> and press it in, and then uh, well, air and, but not before the Hagen melts. I, I
0: right. am I am totally in favor of burn the ships method. If uh, not not from a federal government standpoint, because you, you can't yes, just round up like, hey, let's take supermax <laughs> and send them to Mars. But from but you know no, honestly, standpoint, they they on, you to, But you have to give them something for it. You have to give them. You have to say you settle there and. Ten thousand square miles of Mars is now your property. Yep. And then you'll see some people on Mars. I mean, that's how we settled most of the West. <coughs> yeah. Is that we basically Gave them land? We said, Spoke yeah, you go and, and however many, whatever acres or miles it was. It was. It was, it was basically is, if you can, if you can maintain <coughs> it and protect it, it's yours. We did that all the way up until I think the early '80s with Alaska, where basically if you went up there, they you would just give you the land as long as you lived on it. Yeah. um we that's the kind of thing that we need to do with mars the problem is, is somebody has to see in a in a, from a government standpoint has to seize this and, with, and risk the international incident that would occur if you said oh by the way we're going to set up bases on mars right because it would potentially piss
1: off people and could start some kind of incident now as far as gravity goes cuz you brought that up <clears throat> The gravity on Mars is actually pretty stinking close it's like to like Earth. Like
0: 0.8 or something? It's, or it even it's, it's,
1: it's really close. And, uh, they are thinking that as far as time goes to get to Mars, there's like this window where the planets, uh, are in such an alignment, like they're not exactly lined up, but when Mars is, is swinging around the outside, there is a window there that looks like six months, six to nine months with how travel. our chemical, right, how our chemical propulsion works, it looks <coughs> like a six to nine month travel from Earth to Mars, and then the return trip, you have to wait for that to be fairly close as well. Um, so they're gonna be there <coughs> for a long time, because that only right. lines up, like, once every two years.
3: Right. That's why almost... So
1: even if if you, even if you do exploratory manned missions, as opposed to, right now we've sent a bunch of, or we sent three now, um, Sort of rover slash automated, uh, you know, labs right. to to <clears throat> Mars. The moment you send a manned mission, they're going to be there. unless we make bigger advances in chemical propulsion and how we're going to do this. They're going to be there for about two years anyway. So this is way bigger than what we would do with the moon. So I'm almost in favor uh, of uh, colonization. You burn the ships, you go, and every every two years you send another building, you send another. This is why I'm in favor of
0: a moon colony. It's because you learn long-term survival on a physical body rather than just in a, in a pod floating. And, and even though you're right, there's not the resources, you could theoretically simulate having the resources. Not the gravity, though. Not the, the gravity. No, again, but you're still, you're still actually living with your feet on the ground. You're not totally weightless. No, not so. So, but you you enable you learn to make sure that you can sustain yourself in space, basically indefinitely,
1: and that's when you can literally burn the ships. Yeah, because well, y- but moonshins, I guess, or whatever you want to call that, <coughs> uh, people that would be living on the moon, they'd lose. I mean, they they would be at a severe health disadvantage. If they stayed there for a very long time, because they'd be losing muscle mass, they'd be losing bone mass.
0: What's the uh, the limit? Um, you can't stay on the ISS for is six long. months, right? Yeah, I think so. Okay. but that's just the but, same thing. But that's okay. Six month
2: window from from the time of leaving Earth to getting to Mars. You're talking a six-month window. They right. have to immediately land. That I was going to say, yeah. That, well, I don't think the the
1: idea would be that they orbit Mars for very long before they land. I, I'm pretty sure it would be like a.
0: But you could. The point isn't can a single person. It's can a colony sustain itself. Uh, and by the biggest problem is food.
2: Yeah, I think you that's you the can problem.
0: that that is a good opportunity to see can you grow something in
1: the soil that you're basically provided with. Well, they don't even need soil. What the, what uh, they're talking about, and they're not even talking about the mission to Mars. You have to be without gravity either, because uh, the one uh, that I've looked at, uh, Mars Director, or I think it's been renamed a couple of times, probably, is actually Planet Express. Uh, <coughs> Planet Express. Ride the Planet Express. <laughs> no, it it's like uh, the ship That's is <laughs> kind of designed like a, a theme too, a little <laughs> bit like a um, a building, like a couple of story tall building. And on the end is like a big tether and a weight on the other end. So instead of a round spaceship like we saw in Space Odyssey or whatever, the idea is that you have this building with a counterweight and you get this whole thing rotating and you get at least marginally simulated gravity. So the effects aren't as bad. Now the problem is you've now got to shield every side of this thing because it's spinning. Right. Yeah. And you've got to burn some resources to get that gravity to stop or the... Uh, the force, I guess it's not really gravity. Uh, you've got to get something to to stop that spinning force once you enter Mars orbit. Well, if you didn't think immediately of Star Wars when Ryan said the force,
0: I'm extremely disappointed in you. <laughs> uh, but so, changing <laughs> the subject here, <clears throat> I waited in a giant line when the prequels came out because <laughs> uh, I'm a sucker and I didn't realize it was going to suck. <laughs> And I think that was the last line that I waited for maybe more than an, and I'm not talking about Disney's and theme park, but the last line that I was like, yep, I'd be in that for a while. We had a guy wait in line for us for tickets for like a week. Uh, so now, since it is, yeah, yeah, I hear you. Since it's, since it's Black Friday, uh, depending on when this, Podcast comes out tomorrow or the day after. It's, it's eminently upon it's us. It's semi near, and yeah. we just went through two generational releases. Uh, I find myself extremely bored with the idea of waiting in line for anything.
1: Even just, with your devices that can keep you uh, occupied while you're there. Even yeah.
0: with devices that can give me something to do. It's cold. Uh, I was at a store today, and there was a line. In it's it's in the twenties here right now, and this is America. That's Fahrenheit. Uh, <laughs> so, so significantly below so, zero to the core, point where you're it's like it's the point where your manhood doesn't like to <clears throat> be outside. Uh Ryan, you, is that a? Never mind, coach. Uh, there's, <laughs> there's some shrinkage. Uh, so now my question is: yeah. uh, Does anybody else have people? that where it totally turtles back inside? <laughs> <and stuff?
1: laughs> <laughs> right Of course so, so, tenu- not tenu- Wow 10 points I, that no, doesn't happen to me
0: either. No charge uh, for that discussion of uh, <laughs> penis internalization.
2: What well, we're really saying, it's the July 4th podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Fireworks are exploding <laughs> all over the place. Right. Uh, yeah.
0: But, okay, so, you know, I, I would never... You got your Xbox delivered.
1: Yes, I brilliant. dodged, dodged uh, the lines, off. if there were. But, yeah, but
0: yeah. Uh, Mr. Not Appearing on this podcast... Uh We <laughs> actually waited from 7 a.m. until midnight for the release of his PS4, and Ridiculous. I find that to be crazy. Yeah, Josh, and- is this is is the waiting in line thing? It's cassé. lunacy.
2: There's this great invention called the Goram Internet.
0: <laughs>
3: is that like a version an uh, of the regular internet? Yeah, <laughs> yes, <laughs> yes, yes,
2: yes. Uh,
3: I blame you for saying that. Yeah, you have to go through this. the porn section on that. Maybe that's you not reason. You know what, right really? And, 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 and Josh's
1: I I'm
2: entered, it's all a <laughs> porn section.
3: <so. laughs> he has to go back
1: to the original internet for yeah. what he's about. Yeah. Oh, okay, oh. so,
2: um, seriously, the internet, like, Amazon's Black Friday ad is out. It's comparable to Best Buy and fucking gets shit delivered. Like, why? Like, why stand in the line? Why wait a whole week to get the, the crazy awesome TV special for 250 bucks when you can order it on Amazon? Good to go. Done. Yeah. Click, I, click. Done. I've not. You're understood. an Amazon Prime member. It's free two day shipping.
1: Yeah. It was like these guys almost acknowledged a while ago that okay, Cyber Monday. We we won't even try and steal Black Friday. Don't worry about it. We'll we'll just we'll take our little Monday here. Yeah. And yeah. Monday it gets pretty big sales as well. But then they were like, wait a minute. Yeah. Why, Why are, are we doing this? Why we doing Why are, are we paying Monday? all these? Even I think it was like stores like Best Buy yeah. and Fry's and Kohl's that started saying, wait. Why are we paying what? everybody to come in on these days and have crazy fist fights in Walmart and you know yeah. smack down, Tramples, you know, <laughs> and all kinds of other things? Right. So they so they uh, they start doing these things these online deals through these same and then it was just fair game. You yeah. know, the Tiger Directs, the yeah. Amazons, the all the <clears throat> you know, deals.com all of them just started getting in on
2: it. November first, I got a, a thing from New in my email inbox and it was like blink Black Friday specials. I was like We just got to November. This isn't the end. Why <laughs> Okay. Then it was pretty good. So I just kept thinking. <laughs> I didn't buy anything. But <laughs> why oh this it's like, <laughs> like it's good, but it's at the same point time I was like, Do I really need to spend more money? Yes you do. I don't. That's I the answer. I don't. That's, I don't. That's the so answer. So I didn't I I have been pretty good actually
1: but Black Friday hasn't happened yet and you
2: don't know I know that's they true could, they could release something no most of, of the stuff is out like everybody gets all excited about the ads and you're like waiting for the Sunday paper you don't have to do that anymore everybody's no, no, ads posted like yeah, three weeks you, you know or who, before, who that doesn't
1: do any favors for anyone <laughs> anyone
3: <laughs> no like, why would you wait anyway? I don't know <laughs>
0: Yeah, somebody accidentally had theirs leaked early once and they realized they got a shitload of publicity for it. Right? Yeah. So it's <laughs> yeah. like the Super Bowl commercial now where yeah. they're like the day before they release it, it on YouTube, like oops,
3: <laughs> yeah. I released it. Our <laughs> <laughs> me- leaked it no out. <laughs> <laughs> like, that's kind of a good question. If if there's all this online stuff to to combat Black Friday and you could pretty much get these deals almost whenever, why has Black Friday been creeping into Thursday?
2: Yeah, that's, I don't get that, that at a all. Really good that uh, it it boggles my brain. I and, and having, last year, last year it work, did happen. Last year it was like
1: six o'clock on on Thanksgiving night. Stores were opening. You know. Yeah. Really? But yeah. I, totally.
0: To that. Totally. That last this year was my
2: first year, like not in retail.
0: Totally editorializing so. at this point. Wait a minute. That's what we do all the time. Uh, <laughs> Ed, please don't go shopping on Thanksgiving. Please don't because even if you have nothing to do. Somebody that works there had something to do. And now they have to be there because your dumbass is apparently free of friends and family. (laughs) Perhaps a better suggestion, if you feel
3: the urge to go shopping on Thanksgiving night... Get online. Go to that store, find an employee who wishes they were at home having Thanksgiving dinner (laughs) with their family, and stand in their position and do their job (laughs) for six hours.
0: Yes, you go fill in as cashier with a bunch of unruly people that have been in testicles-drinking weather for the...
1: (laughs) You what were, do you mean you've only got one elbow. <laughs> exactly. I'm going to punch you.
3: It's <laughs> Already like going to jail. <laughs> okay, okay. <laughs> uh, yes. You're
0: going, oh, you're to, going jail to jail now. now. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh, uh. There are, so we've pretty much established that it's stupid at this point right, for several really reasons. Wait, wait. Both just from an
1: ethical and online are, shopping standpoint. Are, are any of us going? Or I I do not
3: have plans to go Black I, Friday shopping. I might I, buy
1: something on that day online.
3: <clears throat> yeah, I, I, right. don't, I don't have to, yeah. Online shopping is probably going to be the extent of anything that I do. I don't.
0: There's nothing. I don't need a TV. Now, if I needed a TV, there are some epic TV sales that are going to happen it's on true. Black Friday. But for $25 more, $50 more... I don't have to wait in that line. I could probably get it online. That's the other thing too. Is these
3: amazing deals are almost all the time they're ass. Like yeah, no, oh, there's it's like oh, here's it's this a great three hundred dollar Toshiba it's, laptop that's f- five years old. <laughs> old. We're not gonna tell
0: you
1: it's five years old, but it's
3: brand three hundred dollars.
0: But the TV deals, the TV deals are pretty good. But that's all. I'll, for I'll, a I'll tell TV you. Shirt.
1: I'll tell you an insider insider tip here from working at Best Buy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. At, at one point. The, the deals at Black Friday are good. But there's only like 10 of them. <laughs> and they're not the best deals of the season. True. The yeah. absolute best deals on TVs, particularly, actually come the week before Super Bowl. Yep. <coughs> you get the oh. deepest discounts there's on a... TVs then. Because they know. Yeah. But it changes it, right? Because then it's sort of the extravagant gift. They have to get it because it's, you already just went through Christmas, Right. So the deepest ones are where they're, okay, you just splurged on all this stuff for Christmas, so these people don't have a whole lot left for for these TV deals. Well, the, the
2: deals are usually better, too, because they're branded names, like like a decent TV like with better resolution. And, and they're more or, broad. Yeah, it's almost like yeah, almost, yeah, almost everything is But, so but the, I am
0: seeing something I've never seen before, which is small discounts or like add-ons
2: for Apple items. That's true. There's which I've
0: never seen before like you get an iPad error or whatever plus something yeah, which it's like that $100 thing for Target happened. yeah. Yeah.
3: Never.
0: So, okay, but consensus, don't wait in line, don't go shopping on Black Friday. Uh, should you wait in line for an item that you've even already paid for? Should you wait in line for an Xbox or PS4 or should you wait in line for a movie ticket to be the first to see Star Wars episode
3: Seven? Eight, seven. Even most of that stuff you can buy. Like you can pre-order online. Can, yeah. So I you can mean, guarantee. Well, you know, ninety-nine point nine nine percent guarantee. Unless somebody goofs up and doesn't actually send it. You can guarantee it's going to be there. Right. So you know why wade through the you know two dozen people who don't ever pre-order anything? I'll buy it the day It comes out.
2: Yeah. <laughs> it, I've been for, trying to purchase I, this,
0: but I'm on the Goran internet, <laughs> and all I see is <laughs> Sasha Grey everywhere. <laughs> <laughs> everywhere. The Goran internet.
2: <laughs> yes. All the shows are the Sasha Grey channel.
1: Yeah. <laughs> even even like normal movie tickets, I try and buy as many you know if I can possibly. I'll <clears> buy it online and then just print it out right there. Like
3: a, movie ticket wise, about the only only draw there is to actually paying for them at the box office is if your student discount still works. If you still have an old student ID, <laughs> and you're like, yeah, I'm a student. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm like, are you going this. for your doctorate, I not, sir? I have not
0: bought a uh, movie ticket for an opening night, opening weekend movie in the. Theater
2: in several years. Yeah, it's been a while. <clears throat> uh, most of the time, I, I think it's because the schedules have begun. Okay, fall. Oh no, in the theater. In the, in the theater. theater. Okay, the theater. see you. Bought it online. Yeah, yeah okay, online. okay, that's what I mean. No, no, yeah. I, I purchased a couple of those things, but a lot of that just relies on our schedule. Yeah, that's true. I think that's true. So see, it you know, would be least... it would
0: be convenient if there wasn't one person out of this group that didn't have a second shift job. <laughs> hey, you guys want to go see a movie? Sure, anytime after eleven p.m. <laughs>
1: Oh well that leaves us one theater and one showing. <laughs> oh what's that? You wanted to see it in 3D IMAX? Ah, sorry. I'm sorry. Those the Go
3: Ram second over here. Those, those cameras don't work after eleven
2: PM. Right? <laughs> they turn into pumpkins. No, I I yeah, totally, totally could agree. could be I'm like not, you I'm know IMAX Prometheus. Oh wait.
1: <laughs> this is... I was pretty glad we saw it in IMAX. I was gonna say, what was
3: wrong with IMAX Prometheus? No, the one before that. The one before that.
1: We, no. this, is, uh, this is an ex-
0: ex- <laughs> Maybe I only went to one here. This is a
2: super way out of here esoteric joke here. Yeah, right. All right.
0: Major, major inside joke. you really want to bring up Prometheus without the defense of your brother? Josh? We can bring up Prometheus. It's okay. I'll stand behind <laughs> you.
3: It's terrible. I won't defend terrible. you. I'll so stand behind Gooby, you. Gooby,
0: please. <sighs>
3: It's okay as long as you don't see both. I'm hands still on my angry. I guess I'm just very bitter about so that movie. here's here's what I'm going to even
1: go further. I now prefer. I mean, with the experience of the Xbox One being shipped to my
2: house How on awesome launch day. That. Now, yeah. when did that show up? Were you were you six? Off?
1: Yeah, I, I was not off that day. Showed up <laughs> at uh, almost right at six p.m. Okay. But it was on the truck at 8 a.m., so I suppose it really it, depends on where you're at. And that's yeah, it's kind of understandable. I'm sure
3: Friday was a friggin' busy day for UPS and FedEx. And- yeah, well, I wasn't gonna be
1: able to play it any sooner than that anyway. Well, right, that doesn't work, mean
3: work, like, but... like, unless you took the day off and then
1: you well, play it. Probably... And now with the ability to download virtually any software,
0: yeah, game, right. whatever, here's right. really it's not like you have to wait in line for the game. Yeah, you know, like right. It's
2: interesting. Um, we talk about release dates, and this might be changed, but it's 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 localized. What um,
0: localized? Dude. Well, well,
2: well. No, I, what I mean is, it's there's a correlation here.
0: Localized like, distortion in the time time space. <coughs> <yes>. Continue, <coughs> Jack. Damn, Damn it! Continue. continue. Go. <laughs> go, go,
2: go. I'm in Nate's chair and I'm feeling this.
1: Yes. <laughs> continue, go.
2: <laughs> yes. So, why, like, when they release like a game, right? They'll they'll release, say, well as World of Warcraft expansion or any sort of game that relies on a time frame. But you can't, I, I think it was, he who's not going to be on this podcast said something about Sony servers not being able to be logged into until 3, three Pacific. 3 Coast Pacific, Pacific. Because it was pe- specific time. Midnight Why? Pacific I'm sorry, but it, like, yeah, yeah, midnight yeah. my time was because three, I'm in the East Coast, it was 3 a.m. Eastern time midnight yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: Pacific, yeah. Uh, which meant that all the people that were East Coasters couldn't play Couldn't the play East Coast because, back
3: to <clears throat> Greenwich Mean. I mean, probably not a whole lot of people. Australia, (laughs) you know, like
2: anybody, like why does California always get preferential treatment there? Like, I'm sorry, but maybe they will just have to wait. Silicon Valley, (laughs) (laughs) or you know, in the in in the in the in this situation, why does it matter who's logging on? If it's all at the same time frame anyway, then everybody's going to get on at the same time, regardless. This it doesn't matter. Total tiered section. You could have it set so each time zone is set. Yeah. Or. Or just, you know, like, I realize that they've got
1: people, they've got people in the media that will be allowed to log in to an Xbox or a PlayStation 4 or, you know, whatever. Some development version of this World of Warcraft expansion you're talking about. Um, before it launches. Why wouldn't you just say, okay, you know, if you've got it and it's, it's, we're on the day now, as soon as it ticks over. So we're talking Japan launches and Australia. Those guys were boned for almost an entire day. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, That's they couldn't just, do no. anything. So, yeah, I, I don't get it. That, I don't understand. All this you know, earns them GMT nothing. Midnight. Yeah, everything Boom. comes. But let's see, even GMT Midnight it bones everybody that is, that is east of, of that. East of the UK. That's, they're not the, the first ones to so hit the so national date line. Yeah, right. So, it, Japan or, and, GMT, and Australia midnight. are the first ones to see that, <clears throat> that hit. I would almost think. I suppose up in Russia, no, it's not, sort of bearing straight, uh, straight there.
3: Not to generalize that, but I would assume Sony would kind of be more interested in that, right? I mean, yeah, Japan, Japan?
2: Yeah, yeah. You hit, would think. Well, you could just, you know, alternate the date So America's on, on, you know, like a 21st and then the other people are on a 22nd release date. So it's like one day off, but it's the same day, technically. Or 20th as the, as it would be whatever. Yeah, Either yeah. one that, whatever. However, it lines we up. Should, we
0: should do this with the New Year's Eve fireworks. god damn it! It's not just fair that awesome. Paris gets to have their fireworks, <laughs> and it's still the afternoon here. I'm staring at the the sun, and they're looking at fiery explosions.
1: I'm signing a petition <laughs> on that right now. Exactly. Fuck the French. Not I'm until PST, that. buddies. Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah. Not in, yes. We we'll just celebrate it at 3 a.m. Yes. exactly. Where it's we'll
0: where it's dark everywhere.
1: Right, Except for right. that's how that works, right? <laughs> I think that's, that's how that works. Work. Midnight California. Once, Midnight, California's once the, it's everywhere.
0: nightfall in the Pacific, then it's it's yes. nightfall everywhere. Yeah,
3: remind me again next time we talk about going to Mars. You're not in charge. <laughs> <laughs> Seems to not understand There's... how celestial bodies work. <laughs> I didn't understand. We're flat. They're
0: flat. It should be easy to just draw a straight line over there and just send something up. <laughs> Shortest distance between two points: straight lines. <laughs> <laughs> Exactly. We're on Mars is right there. If we just launch, then in nine months, it'll be right there. It won't be over here.
1: No, no. We should
0: be yeah, doing at Two all, cans in a long enough
3: string, we can still
1: talk
0: to you. Uh, this is kind of crazy. Yeah.
1: Like, tangent back to <laughs> tangent, one of our, back to one of t- our previous t- topic.
0: So, it, let's just go on to a whole new different topic. Uh, <laughs> mission to Mars. Uh, we suggested that we should be, perhaps, at militarization to a certain extent of that. Uh, Josh, as a v- the only veteran on Fairly Awesome Podcast, <laughs> mm-hmm. thank you for your service, sir. Oh, thank you. Uh, you uh, have some uh, well, have I, some topic on this. Well, I was kind of connected
1: to like <laughs> nice,
0: yeah. nice segue. <laughs> like, I
2: got this
1: for your consideration, <laughs> Segway Master. Segway Master. <laughs> no, not that kind of segue. Not that kind of Segway.
0: Put your segue away. <laughs> we should have the professionals do this. <clears throat> don't worry, I'm sure you'll take it over later. Oh.
1: So, thanks for watching. Yeah. <laughs> Did you want to
2: but, move us between? Yeah, yeah. I, I, you know what? I need host spot. I need. Host <laughs> the, uh... okay. <laughs> okay. So, uh, I don't know. We were talking about like military tech and, and some of the new stuff. And one of the, the, the things that, that we were t- discussing uh, uh, there was an article on The Verge talking about. The, um, oh, what's his, his, his president? Ford, Gerald Ford. All right, so they're, they're making it. <laughs> nobody, nobody remembers <laughs> that part. <fuck laughs> right? No, right? He pardoned Nixon, it wasn't important. The car was very important. <sighs> uh, so the USS Gerald Ford's like this new supercarrier that the United States Navy is putting together, and it's like a new class of carrier that they're putting together. It's supposed to be ridiculous as far as uh what they're doing, uh about how much storage they'll have, um, and whether we need this kind of thing. And then it went into this huge in-depth uh talk about it and uh, showing all those kinds of things. Is it something that we need or are we gonna get more tech from it while them putting together those kinds of things for nautical eventual uh, more nautical themes or things like that. And uh the other thing was like the SR seventy two they're making a sequel to the Blackbird. And they're putting together some crazy new thing. I don't know. It kind of looks drony. A little bit. I didn't see any windows <laughs> on the yeah, concept. I think it was picture. all just, because how fast it's supposed to go, I don't think they're actually going to have any sort of manned person inside it. But it, those kinds of tech always push the boundaries, I think, of science and technology of its time. And, and I think for a while, we don't see that very often anymore. Not in the, <clears throat> excuse me, not in the, uh, the length of time and and what we've seen to gain from it. You know, like with the space program, we came up with all kinds of cool things like Velcro and Tang and all kinds of other things that they needed to use within the space program and then, you know, became a civilian um, applicable type scenario there. Whereas now we've got all this technology and and most people are still using those kinds of technology that we've developed back then with radio communication, with our cell phones now, with computers, all that kind of stuff is tied in. So I think one of those... uh, I, it's just kind of interesting to me that, the, like, with a mission to Mars, we're talking about how it's just way too expensive, or that kind of stuff. But we're still spending huge amounts of money on these programs. Are we getting anything out of it? Yeah, that's I guess a good, that's the
1: big it's, question. It's a good question. You're you're right. I mean, <coughs> dollar for dollar, when we invest on these super high tech carriers or jets or whatever, and maybe on the SR seventy two, we're getting a little bit more out of that. Probably. Maybe it's somewhere right. closer to, you know, investment to return on NASA. But, uh, but the, what was special about the carrier? What m- makes this carrier stand out from I, I the current aircraft carrier?
2: I think it's because they, they've got it changed so that they have a complete and utter just uh, flight deck that's been... It's, it's a little bit longer, but the uh, the, their, um, the tech that they're using for lowering and, and raising um, the storage of aircraft on uh, below the deck... They've got different, uh, like a weight system. It's set up instead of it just being this big, giant, massive thing. They've got a pulley system set up for it. And I can't remember what specifically that was made out of, but it was something different that they used. And they were talking about how it could be used then for freight elevators Hmm. for other areas because of how easy it is to just take off the. uh, it's not a pulley system, but it's something based on that where it it eliminates the amount of excess weight, which helps because it's such a smaller area. Yeah. I mean, it's huge in 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 scope, but it's still um, from from the way that the cement was set up for the first one, it, it it's less weight that they could hold because of the how much weight the, the actual unit, elevator yeah. was. Whereas this is set up for like it's all piston system and air driven or something like that, huh?
1: Well, you know, I'm, I'm all for um, reducing, like, I, I've seen some of the concepts for, like, battleships and things like that that are, you know, instead of, you know, in in sort of World War II era, it took, like, 200 people on a battleship. Now, don't quote me for those that are super knowledgeable about about, you know... The navy and a lot more than
0: that. Yeah, bird, maybe. But, yeah, but, way you're I mean,
1: there's there's a minimum crew that it took to operate a battleship mm-hmm. or a frigate or a you know aircraft carrier or whatever. And I think some of the things they're doing now that automate a lot of those functions, I think that's pretty cool that they can now make these these ships. I mean, you still have to have people on this aircraft carrier. You know, it's not right. just transporting drones around. Um, but I think that's all pretty cool. But that's technology. It's a floating base that really. came yeah.
0: from more civilian stuff and was then applied to the military. But there is stuff that is happening militarily or because of the military that's now affecting civilians. Uh, it's kind of uh, dark, but prosthetics yeah. have significantly advanced because we've gotten so good at saving lives on the it's battlefield the that now trauma we have to replace things. limbs. Yep. And at some point um, in Afghanistan, somebody said we should stop trying to make a leg that's like a leg and instead make a prosthetic that's good for walking. The blade. And completely rethought the concept of what a prosthetic would function uh, and look
1: like. Forget trying to put toes on it and and make it conform to that size.
0: Yeah, let's actually just think, if you had to reinvent walking, what would be good to do it? And and so that that kind of stuff... um, And not just walking, running. Yeah, that, which, which is a little
2: bit morbid, uh, but that is something where the military, I don't know know if it's necessarily morbid, it's, it's just reality. In a, in a conflict, a decade of war, that we have to fix what we've broken. Mm -hmm. And so, you know, these troops that have lost limbs or, you know, have to re learn how to walk or whatever, they, I think that they deserve that kind of.
0: We actually, and this is, you don't want a, protracted conflict with a superpower <laughs> but when we were worried that the russians could be outpacing us on technology technology boom advanced a lot faster now we're pretty much from a standpoint of technology it's all information based yeah but that's about it you know we haven't really gotten these incredible i would say incredible advancements life changing advancements in anything other than
3: information technology is it maybe some of the the shift has been away from so much uh, civilian application tech, um, like before, you had things like you know GPS and and internet systems that could be applied to yeah. know, generic use. Whereas now you have things that are more designed for protecting uh, <clears throat> protecting the actual combatants. So you know um, drone uh, planes instead of actual planes. Uh, you know, robotic suits or robotic-style uh, weaponry that, you know, has no application whatsoever outside of battle, or at least currently really kind of has no a limited application outside of battle. But it gets live people <coughs> off the battlefield, so there's less... Drones is a good example of something that it's
0: kind of hard right now to imagine civilian use for drones. I know there's some people UPS. that are like...
2: Well, but There's we. There's a lot of people that are trying to advocate it right now as far as like, you know, rescuing people. Like, lost in the woods and you can fly a drone over and, and, spot yeah, the so, so, but those kinds of applications are how they'll,
0: I don't know, we on a tangent there. That's not a tangent. I think that's, uh, <laughs> that, that, that's a perfect I mean, <clears throat> well, that's but what, what I'm drone saying. Is technology to has to improve beyond just the predator or whatever in the sky looking for terrorists to the point where it can be, um, you know, much light, lightweight, easier to deploy, uh, easier to maintain, uh, but I guess that, you know, <laughs> when something was on the Apollo rocket, it wasn't at all feasible for civilian right. technology, but it quickly
1: adapted itself that way. I mean, thank God for Tang. <laughs> now, hang on, though. I mean, there are a lot of technologies that came out of the space race that, oh, yeah, that totally changed how we... Because right. you... Uh, a miniaturization of almost everything because mm-hmm. a pound to put a pound in space apparently is somewhere around ten thousand ten thousand dollars in current day's money. So I mean, yeah. back then it was a different ratio. Next but year it'll be a billion. It could be a billion, possibly. Whatever it needs to be, but way, it's still, it changes. It's yeah, it changes how. Uh, how manufacturers build things because they get the contracts to make this, and they go, "Hey, we figured out how to make smaller, you know, not not resistor based now. Maybe it's you know something else, right? Uh, or transistor, sorry, uh, but I know what you meant. Uh, like the the SR seventy two is total concept at this point, right? It, right. It, well, from what I've seen, yeah. I, think that's I mean, what maybe they're, it's they're already talking. flying, and, and we're just you know the dumb. It's public something I, I, I find incredibly
0: comforting that we didn't know about, like the F one seventeen. Or the B two until they've been flying them around for like a
2: decade, uh, like, and then whatever. they wonder why everybody's all crazed because they're like, I yeah. saw crazy lights and nothing was exactly. there. exactly." So, but it you, was you know, you know like so
0: you nah, gotta nah. you gotta love Skunk Works basically just <laughs> oh, yeah. flying crap totally around trolling. in the middle of the night no, we're not doing anything, nope. and then it comes out later, the black helicopters are real. <laughs> yes. what's,
3: what's the point of the anal probes, though? <laughs> <laughs>
0: that's
3: just for fun. Oh, okay. I, I think that's <laughs> like free thing. weekend. Yes. Just, mm-hmm. Like, we've got this, and we got another better to they do They were connected to
2: the GoRam Internet. <laughs> <laughs> right? They're
3: like, oh, hey, land on
0: that
1: cowboy train down there. <laughs> Let's explode some cows.
2: You know, whatever. <laughs> Boo.
1: But no, the, uh, the SR-72, uh, it, it does, it looks like it takes normal conventional, uh, flying jet and then applies a scramjet, which is somewhere between, yeah. uh, chemical rocket propulsion and jet technology. It's like it, it has to be at a certain speed before it can engage. And it sounds like the tech that they got on this, uh, to make this thing work is that it now can engage at a, at a, Lower speed than was previously imagined, and they're talking about r- ludicrous speeds. It's like, like, what,
2: ludicrous. six? I think. what they're saying. <laughs> <Ludicrous> <laughs> <Speed>. <laughs> going to, going that to, plan, going to, going to my feet. <laughs> 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 you're gonna have to yeah. get the, uh, That's why I think it's probably going to be more drone based simply because I don't know if the human body can take that kind of stuff. I mean, well, I'm,
1: I mean they're doing the X 51, uh, pilots now. No. Which is like a, just a giant rocket that this guy is flying. I don't know that I would want to meet that again. Yeah. <laughs> like just you imagine. see the, the World War II where they're like somebody straddling like a rocket or something. They're like, that's eh, eh, eh. like actually happening now. Yes. You know? They're just yeah controlled by his iPhone. He's like, <laughs> it's like guys, I got this. Hang on. Like, what do you mean I lost Wi Fi? Oh, so, yeah, I don't know. We could see some, some pretty cool stuff. Like the Concorde came out of that that aviation boom. Right. But yeah, and, but and, again, and
0: this is this is we've gone from military driving technology to now it's almost like civilian technology drives military technology. Yeah, I think like so. Like there were the well, the, 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 the touchpad, you know, control of things happened in the civilian world before it happened in the military world. Yeah.
1: Is that not uh sort of chosen to be that way though? Right? Because What's tried and true. What they don't want is software malfunction.
2: Totally, a lot of just it's for them, Like as far as uh, uh, we use touchscreens at work, and we ordered them. And there's no air conditioning in this, in this plant that I work at, and within like three or four months, they're done. Like none of the touchscreens like actually work. They're like not designed to be regular. Yeah, the temperature just regular. killed it. So, yeah. So, uh, I I think with military they want something that's going to be rugged that's going to function. Throw it in the mud. Yeah, and it and it still if works. I get mud on it or <clears throat> dust or sand or dirt or something, which is bound and determined to happen in any of those environments that they're you know currently operating in, and you know just to wash it off or wipe it off with a glove to make sure it functions is something pressure different. washer. <laughs> yeah, 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 certainly your so iPad in. will
0: be fine now. So. <laughs> <laughs> it,
2: so it looks that, great. <laughs> Wait, it doesn't turn it. Not my problem. No. Yep, yep. <laughs> so you're
3: thinking that they, they M-M-P. more... It's more to allow uh, the average consumer to kind of stress test everything. I think so. In advance, everybody so can a kind of, now. you know save a little bit on the. Well, we had to build six versions of this plane before we got it right. Well, now everything's
2: been stress tested, so we built. Well, this two. is this is interesting too because they, the F-35, the strike fighter, that they're putting together, and every single one uh, person wants this. Like all the branches want this; they've all ordered you know, like, hundreds of thousands of these things through, like, some sort of contract. And it's the Joint Strike Fighter. I don't know if you guys are familiar with it. Anyhow, F-35, and then there's, like, they were thinking of making variants, right? But instead of variants, they want this, like, one aircraft to do one thing and one thing. Like, and then, you know, change it for missions. Make it modular. Yeah, so it's modular aircraft. So it has to do, like, vertical takeoff and landing, but it also has to have this capability. It also has to have, like, strike fighter-type Bombing capability. versus interceptor yeah, versus... And so, so it has to be able to carry like a to shit Carry down all down. kinds of things underneath, and then, yeah, I don't know. But it, you've seen it in a couple of movies. A Die Hard movie had it where it, you know, it like went into that uh hover mode thing where... The it, Harrier. Yeah, it kind of comes down, and then there's this... Um, Turbine or something that's in the middle that opens True up. True Lies is what I remember that from. Not that's anything. yeah, but that's. Wait, jet. You're right. Well, that's a Harrier. I'm talking <laughs> yeah. about like the uh, the strike fighter. The oh, okay, fighter. okay. okay. Sin the uh, like shield
1: platform. <sighs> Does the new carrier look anything like the carrier that's in Avengers? If it doesn't, I don't no, want shield it. shield platform. Yeah, I don't want it look. I don't <laughs>
2: want it funded if it doesn't look like that. No, Does it fly? Like that. Do the new ones? They got like four rotors. I, I you know yeah. what? I don't know. They might be adding that later. <clears throat> Giant airship. It's like a Windows 8.1 update. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Something like that. Excellent. So we're gonna,
0: <laughs> we're gonna get ready to close the podcast here. But since it is the Thanksgiving uh, episode, uh, we're gonna go around the table and we're gonna say what we're thankful for.
1: Oh. Ryan, I'm, you can go first. I'm. <laughs> I'm thankful that I'm the only one of us that has an Xbox One. You (laughs) (laughs) bastard!
0: Oh,
3: you're about to be not thankful. (laughs) Just turn the camera off.
1: (laughs) I am thankful for all three of our regular viewers. Chapin, you know who you are. Thank you. Uh, True. Chapin, Ryan's mom. Uh...
3: And Hat Mellum. Hat Mellum. <laughs> this podcast for
2: you. This, this is, the, is, for this you is guys. the
0: first, yeah, Hat Mellum uh, reference we've had in a while, actually. Yeah, we kind of slacked off on that. That's all
2: right. Hat. <laughs> Sir. Is Chris, it like, is it like a hat tip? It was like a hat quotes? tip to hat,
3: exactly. It's like the hat tip. What am I thankful for? Uh. This is being recorded, so this is where you say like your wife and kids. Oh, yeah, yeah I, I'm thankful <coughs> for my wife and kids. I you. Don't, don't be mad. <laughs> <laughs> don't be mad. <laughs> I thought about
0: you after I thought about nothing. <laughs> oh,
3: yeah.
2: Josh. Ah, I, I'm thankful that uh, I'm in one piece after my service. I'm thankful for all those people that are still serving. Keep up the good fight. And uh, I think I'm thankful for getting together with you guys and Oh, talking talking to funnies. I'm
1: about to be thankful for this
3: tear. <laughs>
2: <laughs> totally totally off camera,
0: Nate. Nate, what are you thankful for?
2: I'm thankful for the Go Ram internet! <laughs> yes. <laughs> Wait, that's the one with all the porn. <laughs> <laughs> also goatsey. Side note goatsey. Oh Perfect opportunity. Is that how you is that how you like in the Gordon Ryan, internet? This is where the reverse Goatsy picture. <laughs> I think you should have the it's one with the, like, the cloud that looks like God's opening things, but it's really <laughs> not. But,
1: you know. look, look at how inspiring this is.
2: <laughs> and I was like, all I can see is gape. Cute. <laughs> <laughs> <You. laughs> oh, boy. Uh, so I, you're I, thankful. Yeah, well, yeah I, what, I, what, do you, what do you I am,
0: I am thankful uh, very much for my wife who gave birth to my uh, twin sons in January, and uh, the fact that she watches them while I come here and do this. Absolutely pointless exercise that's watched (laughs) by Chapin, Ryan's mom, and Hat Malum. Uh, (laughs) uh, So that is what I'm thankful for. And
1: closely behind that,
0: Game of Thrones. Uh, Well, okay, closely behind. I I want to say tied, because there's that fraction of it
3: whatever. Yeah. It's uh, a rounding error, basically. Yeah. Bankers rounding. Yeah. I
0: actually prefer A Song of Ice and Fire because I read. <clears throat>
3: <This> is, <laughs> is that like those... <laughs> Square things, with all the squigglies. <laughs> the pages, the, the squiggles.
2: Those the things are so outdated. The graphics are terrible.
0: <laughs> no, no, no. This is great. I always say whenever somebody's like, "Oh, you should get a Kindle," I'm like, "No, I prefer 3D books."
1: That's a good one. Do you ever get a response out of that where everybody's like, "Damn, I just got lit up by that one."
0: They're like, they're like, this is. They're like, oh, now I know what your judgy face looks like. Yes. And I'm like.
1: You know son. what you're getting for Thanksgiving? A turkey sandwich. <laughs> <laughs> gobble, gobble. Just like draw it on this? your face. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
0: That's the best turkey impression I've heard. my <laughs> on god, that was awesome. Um, yeah, yeah, no, I got. yeah. We didn't know Ryan could do impressions, as it turns out.
1: <laughs> turkey is as the as only as one I can do. <laughs> all, That's all he off.
0: Run tr- Run one, one, one no. trick turkey
1: <laughs> not a pony <laughs> yes. uh okay uh obviously at this
0: point you're you're unfollowing us you do. <laughs> No, hopefully not. Follow uh, us on YouTube. It is terrible. Madcap hijinks for every podcast. The shorts are hilarious. Uh the outtakes are are worth it as well, usually. True. Uh except when it's just fart jokes. <laughs> <laughs> Those are worth it. Those every nod week. And nodules too. Nodules Uh go to Facebook, like us on Facebook.com slash fairly awesome podcast. Uh we're pretty easy to follow on Twitter. Uh Twitter.com slash FAPcast. Uh Anybody else want to just go off on another tangent? I want to close hear it. Ryan's turkey impression. <laughs> close whether we're gonna close it with Ryan's turkey impression.
3: <laughs>
0: <laughs> Thank you for watching. <laughs> <laughs>